Hello everyone, what's babbling? This is Psychobabbles with Miranda and Lauren. This is a podcast from my, from, no, sorry. This is a podcast for my class, Psychological Effects of the Internet, where I talk about the topics I'm learning and Lauren responds with her own thoughts, except this is the unit of no Lauren. We don't have any of Lauren's thoughts. Um, We just have the thoughts of my parents and JJ, because he's here again. Say hi. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hello. (laughs) um so this is episode 35 we're almost done with unit six let's go we're getting there we're making progress um last episode we talked about internet trolls and it kind of overlaps with this one what we're talking about this episode um which is cyberbullying i really do think i included a story in the last episode um the one about the girl um and her ex-best friend that one i think is more concerned with cyberbullying but I did include it with the trolling. Um, so I guess that just shows that these two episodes are really related to each other. Um, and that the, the the line between trolling and cyberbullying is pretty thin. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, so let me see, where should I start? Where should I start? So I guess I'll just start, like I said, the line between cyberbullying and trolling is very thin. But the difference is that people who are cyberbullying may genuinely believe the things they're saying. So it feels a lot more personal um, than a troll who's just, like, trying to get a reaction. They're like, they don't really mean it. Maybe they do. But they just are saying what they know will make people angry. But with cyberbullying, like, it's likely they actually believe the things they're saying. Um, And for me personally, like, I honestly can't say I've ever been cyberbullied before. Um... Like, I didn't, when I was in high school, even, I didn't have a lot of social media. Um, like, I had Snapchat in middle school, but I didn't use it until a lot until I was, like, a junior or senior in high school. Um, and I also didn't make an Instagram account until I was about a junior, or, like, I didn't make an, an Instagram account that I, like, consistently used until, like, a junior or senior year. Because I did have an Instagram when I was in, like, middle school, but it was stupid, and I deleted it. <laughs> yeah. But you're, I know you're a lot more on the internet than I was. But you also, I know, are kind of like me, where you don't interact with a lot of people. Yeah, um, I don't go out, I don't, like, go out places with people. Yeah. You know, I actually interact with them. Mm-hmm. It's mostly, as I see them once a day for, like, seven hours. Mm-hmm. And then that's the only time I really see them. Yeah, and th- is that really the only time you communicate with them, too? Like, you don't really text people. No, it's only really when they text me. Yeah, or it's, like, snaps back and forth of your face or your wall or something. That's what I do with a lot of yeah. people. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, would you say, do you think you've been cyberbullied before? Not really. Yeah. Um. Probably just my, my buds. Because, yeah, but that, say. I was going to say, because to me, I think there's a very thin line between joking with friends and they can, like, say like, things that would be seen as mean, but if you, it's that your that's your relationship, like, you know, like, me, you, and Alexis, we say mean things to each other, but we know it's their jokes. Um, yeah. Like, we know we genuinely don't mean it. Um, so I guess, I don't know, maybe, maybe both of us have been cyberbullied, and we just don't realize that we're being cyberbullied. Yeah, so I don't really think anything of it. Yeah, because I just laugh at stuff. Like, I'm able to bully myself. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so anyway, I... Not a victim. Did you say not a victim? No, I said 
No, maybe that's not a good thing. Oh, maybe that's not? Well, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things when I was in eighth grade. I know you're not in eighth grade yet. Um, and it might be different for you because the teacher I had is retired. Um, but when I was in English, we had to read this story about, oh, was it flowers for Algernon or something like that? I can't remember, but he was like a test subject for this one thing. He, he had a really low IQ. He wasn't that smart, but they gave him this medication to like make him smarter. And as he became more smart and like self-aware, he started to realize that people weren't really his friends. People were like laughing at him. People were making fun of him. And it's this whole idea of is ignorance bliss like are you better off not realizing like if people are making fun of you are you better off not realizing that they're making fun of you like are you if you're still happy is that better than knowing that people are making fun of you yeah um and i remember we had to write a paper about it of whether we agreed that ignorance is bliss or ignorance is not bliss and i remember writing that paper i started off with the stance that ignorance is not bliss like you're like i think it's better that you know how people truly see you. You know who, pe- like, which people are truly your friends. Um, and then halfway through writing the paper, I realized that I actually support the ignorance is bliss. That it doesn't really matter as long as you're happy, you know? Like, if you can't yeah. tell that people are making fun of you and that you can, like, laugh along with them, like, that then then does it really matter? And it, I think it's an interesting debate because I can definitely see both sides of it. But I don't know. I feel like people could be making fun of me and I just wouldn't know because I'd laugh at it. I'd be like, oh my god, that's funny because it's true. And But like, I don't take it personally. Yeah. It's just like a thing that happens. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That's my stance on it. Um. So moving on to the actual information... Uh, The story I had to read found that 15% of 12 to 17-year-old social media users had been harassed online before. Um, And the example used here is actually so terrible, I can't even imagine being subject to this. But this girl made a Facebook account where her name could be anonymous and she could pass along, like, gossip without any consequences because they didn't know who was running it. Um, But one of the main things she did was create these contests that would pit kids against each other. So they would ask things like, who is prettier? And it would put two two kids together. Um, or it would be like, who would win a fight? And it would compare two kids. And then people would vote on who they thought would win or who they thought was prettier. Um, yeah. And it led to some kids fighting in school because of the results of these contests. Um, and, like, this is definitely a form of, like, cyberbullying or harassment because... Like, again, you're pitting kids against each other. You're asking people to vote on who you think is prettier, and that's going to destroy the self-esteem of whoever doesn't get voted for, you know? Yeah. Um, and so when the adults tried to take the account down because they, re- they obviously saw how harmful it was, Facebook didn't do anything about it, um, even though they have rules against bullying online. Um, and you, do you just you want to know what's crazy about this story? Uh. Um. When asked about it, like when Facebook was asked about it, they said that they will immediately believe you if you are the subject and claim you are being bullied. So if the people who were being put on this account reported it and said, I am being bullied, they would have immediately taken the account down. But if a third party reports it, like the adults, 
then the team has to go through each and every account that has been reported to like analyze the situation and determine whether it's actually bullying or not. And so what's even crazier than that is that the person who wrote this report went and visited Facebook and met with one of the reviewers and he said that they think on accounts for like half a second. So they get a report, an account comes in and they look at it for like half a second and then they just say, oh, is it bullying? Do we take it down or is it not? Um, and that's why a lot of accounts end up not being taken down is because they barely look at it to like see if it's bullying or not. Um, and so then they had the guy that they were talking to go and review the report about the anonymous middle school account. And the, the Facebook employee said, yeah, this account should have been taken down, but someone had marked it as ignore all further reports. So it was getting so many reports but they kept going through and just being like, oh, no, no, no. And then someone marked it as, like, don't re- don't view this one again. Like, if reports come uh-huh. in. Um, and, like, so I, they were avoiding They were basically avoiding it, yeah. And I get that it can be really hard to go through, like, so many accounts. Especially when there's an average of 2.5 billion pieces of content posted daily. Yeah. Um, but it's literally their job to sit there and go through these accounts, you know? And so I feel like they can take the time to spend more than half a second looking at it, you know? Um, yeah, they get paid for it. Yeah, and there's literally a report button for a reason. Like, people are gonna... people. Are, I mean, I get some people might just use it because say they, like, don't like someone, so they're just gonna report their account. But, like, people actually what? use the re- report button for, like, what it's meant for. Um... And then you have cases like this where it just gets overlooked because they're barely looking at it. Um, so yeah, eventually they, they, I think they did get the account taken down, but it took a lot of work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's all pretty bad. But another big question, how bad is it really? So like, yes, cyberbullying is very bad, but how bad is it? That sounds terrible. Let me just explain. Um, yeah. So, a lot of people don't like the internet because they think it's easy access for bullying. They think, like, oh, you may not be there face-to-face with a person, so you can just bully them online. Um, And they're not necessarily wrong about that. Um, But a study did find that 30% 30 of 15-year-olds who were in the study were regularly bullied in person. But under 4% reported cyberbullying. So, while all of the bullying sucks... Don't get me wrong. It all sucks. People should just not be bullying either way. Um, Cyberbullying is actually pretty rare compared to other forms of bullying. Live bullying. Yeah. So when I say, yes, cyberbullying is bad, but how bad is it really? What I'm saying is that kids... Compared to live bullying. Yeah, so kids who are cyberbullied are likely being bullied in other ways too. So like in person. So should people really be super, super hyper-focused, concerned with cyberbullying, or should they just be focused on bullying in general, like getting rid of bullying in person, like doing more to stop in-person bullying? And then by extent, like cyberbullying would likely go down, you know? But instead they're choosing, they're scared of the internet, so they're choosing to attack the internet and like social media accounts rather than addressing the actual fact of the matter or the problem, which is the bullying itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully that made more sense. Um, yeah. um, so then the question becomes, 
what can be done to stop cyberbullying before it happens instead of just looking to take down accounts that are actively bullying. Um, yeah. Instead of the accounts being made that are bullying, how to stop it before the accounts are even made. Yeah. Do you have any do you have any recommendations? I don't know, because the the examples I have were from university students, like college students. But I'd be interested yeah. to see if you had any I mean, I don't have any personally because I haven't really experienced this mm-hmm. topic. But I feel like it's better for to get the evidence from where you got it, the college kids, because I feel like it's more common with adults, I guess you could say. Like you think it's more common but for that, adults to cyberbully? Yeah, like younger, like young adults. Oh yeah, like young adults, like my age. Yeah. I think, like, like teenagers. 20. I would say, I do think, um, I think you're at the young side of where cyberbullying is often seen. Because yeah. I think you're at the age where people don't really understand that what they say online has does have consequences. Um, but also, yeah. like, the older you get as teenagers, like, that's when it gets ruthless. Like, that's where those kids understand what they're doing. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, I guess I do see, because then once you're in college, like, I think kids start to realize that maybe what they were doing wasn't okay, but then they get embarrassed about the fact that they were cyberbullying, maybe. Yeah, um, and so then they do more of it to, like, try to hide what they did. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, yeah, so we'll stick for now with the what the university students recommend. I think you made a good point there. That was a good way to get out of answering the question. Yeah. Um, okay, so some university students recommended using ads that feature famous people, emphasizing the impact of bullying. Um, and that kind of, remember those, uh, Got Milk ads that were always hanging up? Yeah, in the lunchrooms. Yeah, and they always had, like, the celebrities, because they were trying to encourage kids to drink milk. Yeah, like Taylor Swift. Yeah, Taylor Swift. Um, I think one of them was Carrie Underwood. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can't. They had a, a Packer player on one. Oh yeah, wait. Did it was it Aaron Rodgers? No, I don't think so. Huh? I can't I remember. Know. I do I remember. Know. I do remember there being a, a sports player though. Um, yeah. But anyway, um. So let me think. Oh yeah. So I think that I actually do think that this might help, especially with like younger kids, maybe. Um, because, for one they'd be more likely to see the ads because it would be from people that they're actively watching or actively interested in um, or, like, people they look up to. Um, And so maybe they'd be more likely to be influenced by them. Because they trust them. Yeah, they trust them. Which is, like, it's bad, but also, like, if it's a way to fix it. Because there are some people that are good at hiding bad things about themselves. True, yeah. Um, they also recommended anonymous online reporting and terminating internet privileges, so, like, of students involved. So, like, someone could anonymously anonymously report someone bullying, and then the person that was bullied can be terminated from their internet privileges. Um, because, again, another crazy study, like, finding... But the study found that many students are more scared to have their Facebook or social media privileges taken away than being suspended from school. And 
we see this a lot because people care a lot about their social interaction. They care a lot about what their friends think of them. Um, and I know, like, a lot of young kids, like, they don't realize the importance of education. They hate sitting at school for seven straight hours, which I understand because I also hated it. Um, but yeah, so they would more likely have their social media, or they would they would hate it more if they had their social media taken away from them than being suspended from school. Yeah. Um, so if that's what they're afraid of, then people think that that's what should be taken away. You know? Because then they'd be less inclined to want to be caught. And that's how most punishment works. Um, it's meant to deter. Yeah. Um, another possibility is known as ladders of reflection, which would be asking, like, if someone's going to make a comment that's, like, cyberbullying someone, it will ask, are you sure you want to post this? Like, it makes you review, or it makes you, before just instantly clicking post, like, you have to stop and think about what you just wrote and whether you actually want to post it. Um, and I think that one might work, but then I think people might just, like, get used to the pop-up coming up and we'll just keep hitting... Like, I think people will just get used to the button. Um so I think that one could work for a little bit, like a short-term fix, but um, I don't know. Um, there was this idea of bully space, um, and this was an algorithm designed to comb through text and spot bullying situations. So this is where they flag certain words or phrases, um, and maybe even common stereotypes. And we're already seeing this with like AI. I think you'll know these examples. Um, but Twitch has moderators in the chat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if people are making lewd or offensive comments, like the moderator can, what, delete the comments? What does the moderator do exactly? Um, I guess it depends on the comment. Yeah. like, if they really wanted to, they could just kick them out or, like, ban them. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they could probably just... I think they can just delete it. Yeah, that's what I was so, thinking. Um, I yeah. know I know I brought up Roblox in the last episode, but you know how Roblox turns words into hashtags? Um, yeah. If you're using, like, certain, like, offensive words or, like, swear words or... Yeah. Yeah. Um, they'll turn the words into hashtags, so basically, like, people can't see what you're typing. Um, and that's a platform that kids typically use. Um, so I actually think that that could be very helpful... Um, cause again, like teaching them young, that those are things that you can't be said. Like if it's turning what you're saying into hashtags, then maybe I'll get the message across that you should not be saying that. Yeah. I also feel like though it could have the opposite result. Again, they would have to do a study on this, but it could having what kids say turn into hashtags could almost make the situation worse. Like the more that they're being prevented from, like, saying what they want to say, the more likely they're going to want to say it, you know? Yeah. So it could, I don't know. I feel like in my head, I'm like, this could be helpful. But also I could see how maybe it wouldn't be as helpful as they think it would. Yeah. But more research has to be done, you know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's all I have for this episode. I guess all I have to say is stop bullying people. Not you specifically, JJ, but... Because I don't think Just you, yeah, I don't think you bully people, <laughs> especially since you don't talk to people, and we established that. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, think about the things you're going to say and let's just all spread positivity, okay? Um, the next episode will be a review episode, which means we'll be done with Unit 6. So the next episode is the end of Unit 6. And I guess we can quickly record that one with JJ here. You weren't here for Unit 5, so we'll give you a quick rundown, JJ, don't worry. We won't, we won't leave you behind. Okay, bye! Bye. This episode of Psychobabbles is sponsored by... Just kidding! You thought we had a sponsor? We actually don't. Miranda procrastinates too much. So, I hope you enjoy the last few seconds of just music as we suffer through these next couple of days of trying to get all these episodes done. Goodbye. (laughs)